In Mark chapter 7, beginning with verse 24, And from there he arose and went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house and did not want anyone to know that he could not be hidden. But immediately a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he said to her, For this statement, you may go your way. The demon has left your daughter. And she went home and found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. Up till now, as you encounter Jesus throughout Mark's gospel, you can tell that he was a busy guy. Everywhere he went, there would be crowds of people needing something. And we've already seen happen more than once when Jesus tries to get away. No sooner does he start to get some space, but then there's people that come from all over. Well, appreciate this time when Jesus went to Tyre and Sidon. He's now going away from Israel itself into predominantly Gentile territory. So he finds a house in this predominantly Gentile territory, and he's really hoping that maybe there he'll finally catch a break. Maybe there going to get a chance to breathe. But then a Syrophoenician woman, other gospel accounts identify her as a Canaanite woman, a people historically associated with idol worship, people historically associated with being enemies of Jews like Jesus. Finds out he's there and comes and asks him to heal her little girl of her demon. Now, we have seen enough from Mark's gospel to know Jesus is so gracious. Jesus is so compassionate. But recognize here, Jesus is tired. Mark told us Jesus did not want anyone to know where he was. And sometimes I think this story bothers us because of Jesus' reaction about how it's not right to take the children's bread and feed it to dogs. And that sort of offends our sensibility. So did Jesus call this woman a dog? Was Jesus being racist as a Jew looking down on, on Gentiles? Was Jesus being uncaring to this poor woman and, and, and her child that she was worried about? But I think when we get concerns like that, it might say more about us than it actually does about Jesus. Because Jesus has poured himself out for so many people. Jesus has touched so many untouchables. Jesus has showed compassion to so many people. Jesus had a mission. He wasn't there to just heal all the diseases and cast out all the demons for this plot of land, for this period of history, he was trying to accomplish something bigger. And even just among his own people in Israel, 
He couldn't meet every need that was coming at him in the course of a day and still be able to fulfill what God wanted done. He'd pour himself out. He would serve as many as he could, but he had to keep his eye on the prize. He had to remember what it was God had actually put him there for. So when he expresses a boundary with that woman, I think it's interesting that we get offended by we don't like to be told no. We feel like Jesus should be at our beck and call. How dare Jesus, who had specifically gone to that place to be by himself, tell this woman, no, leave me alone. How uncaring of him that is. No, that, that's an us problem. That's our inability to respect boundaries and to show empathy and to give other people grace. That's not anything wrong on Jesus's part. And perhaps our biggest clue to that should be that the woman didn't get offended. The woman was humble. And like so many good mothers, the woman was persistent. She recognized that she was imposing on Jesus. She recognized that that's not why he was there. But she knew he could do it. And if he could even just let a crumb fall, from what he was there to do, that that would be enough to help her daughter be healed. And that faith, that loyalty, that recognition of who Jesus is, that realization that he hadn't come to just heal all the sick and to cast out all the demons, but there was something bigger that he was working on. That statement was enough for Jesus to say, go, your daughter's been made well. You see, that is what Jesus is looking for from us. He wants us to realize that there is more going on than just our own problems, our own concerns. There are bigger purposes. There's a greater mission that he has for this world. Now, when we or those we care about are hurting, it's hard for us to see it that way. So appreciate it. Jesus will take care of us. Even a crumb falling from Jesus is more than enough to fill us. Like that earlier multitude of thousands of people of Israel that were able to be fed and satisfied with five loaves of bread and two fish so that there were 12 baskets of scraps left over. Even a crumb falling from Jesus and his great compassion is enough to meet our needs and to change our lives. But like this woman, we need to have the faith to recognize the world doesn't revolve around us. There is more than our pain in any given moment. And what we truly need is loyalty to Jesus, is recognition of who Jesus is and what it is he came to accomplish. And it's not just to satisfy our needs and to make all our problems go away. He has something greater that God sent him here to do. And if we know him, if we're truly committed to following him, not just using him as a religious genie to give us what we want, but to submit to him as Lord and Savior, as teacher and friend, as somebody that we want to learn from, then what we experience from following Jesus, even if it's only a little bit at a time, will be exactly what we need. It'll change our life. It will help with our problems, but we need to have that kind of faith. We need to recognize that he and what he wants is more important than us and what we want. 
And as we come to recognize that, then we will get to know how when we trust and follow Jesus, he takes care of everything else.